0: The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plain. The lips,
1: the gum, the tip of the tongue. You know where that's from? Nope.
0: My Fair Lady. I
1: I feel like I'm dumb. I'm sorry. I just
0: feel like you've missed out.
1: Well, we're already recording. Oh, good. <laughs> we watched the Oscars and thought, <laughs> Hold on. no, no, no edits this week. We're going straight. You ready? Hold on. My no. This is running. It's uh, <laughs> snotting all over here. I'm already recording. Oh. <laughs> okay uh we watched the oscars and thought maybe we should be watching parasite we're gonna get into it this week on dropping sunday (laughs) hey hey welcome to dropping sunday i'm one of your hosts seth
0: And I am your other host, Andrea, and uh, if this is your first time listening to Dropping Sunday, let me tell you what we are. We are a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Um, Just a couple of notes. We're not here to tick you off. We're also not here to get you saved, but if either of those things happen, please let us know on Facebook or something.
1: Something. I mean, Twitter, Dropping Sunday, we're on all the things. But uh, this is a podcast for Christians by Christians, but you don't have to believe to belong. So, um, currently we are listening to our new theme.
0: Yes, and we love it.
1: Yes, my boy Connor was like, "Hey, let me do something for you and and put it out." So we'll uh, we'll we'll put uh, like a link to something of his in the yeah. show notes so that we can try to get that dude. If you have like a some music that you want, like uh, he, he's he's so good. He's
0: so good. I'm, I'm gonna
1: just play it a little bit for you nice little funky thing he goes what do you want the show to sound like and i was like well we want it to be upbeat we mm-hmm. want it to be positive not a whole lot of minor keys or anything else like that just something kind of fun and you know you know we that, can
0: jam to. yeah
1: something that gets us moving in our seats before we start the show and he was like i got it and he showed up we made zero edits
0: zero we loved it just, absolutely loved it
1: yeah hey andrea how's your heart
0: oh seth <laughs> my
1: heart's good <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so um I just had a birthday this week.
1: You did have a birthday. Happy birthday, Andrea! Thanks.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it was my my birthday was on Thursday. How old are you? Um, that's not important. I understand. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I'll I'll just own. I am thirty six. Oh, that's a great 36. age. 36, Yeah.
1: I'll tell you. I skipped thirty six. Oh, you did. Yeah. I said that's a that's a that's a ridiculous age. Thirty <laughs> six. Who's ever said I'm three dozen years old? Get out of here with that crap. <laughs> so I skipped. I went thirty five to thirty seven, and I thought thirty eight is pretty dumb too. So like. I just did 37 three times.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that was an option. I would have like stuck down there at 25.
1: Oh, I mean, you could just say whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to hold up in a court no, of law, right. but just when somebody says, how old are you? I'm like 37. 37. I just get there. That yeah. sounds
0: good. Yeah. Um, no, I had uh, a realization. I was, I was telling, uh, telling you before the, we started recording, I went to lunch with some coworkers yeah. on my birthday. Yeah. It was just the weirdest thing. It was fine. It was great. Like, we had a good time. We went to uh, On the Border. They bought my lunch. Um, but I just was sitting there going, how did I end up at lunch with these two guys on my, on my birthday? Yeah. You know? But um, when we were joking, talking about where to go, he was asking me where I wanted to go. And um, uh, one of the other coworker that was going with us, we were all texting, saying, you know, let's go. And James said, where are we going? And Ken said we're going to go to WinStar. He like sent a little map, yeah. like a pin in WinStar, and I replied to the text and said I'm finally old enough to gamble, yeah. And Ken said, "Well, just remember it's 18 in Oklahoma." Yeah. And I went, "Oh, god, I'm double, I'm double the age." Yeah. And it was it was a
1: really hard. Well, that means that mm. means you can two, do two bets at the same time
0: at the same time. <laughs> that's how that one. And works. I can lose twice as much money.
1: I I'm, guess that's something that are you not good at the gambling? I'm
0: not good at the gambling. I like the slots. Okay. But
1: okay. Well, you have a trip coming up, like to Vegas. Is that true?
0: Yeah, I'm going in uh, in April. Okay,
1: so yeah. re- when that time comes, <laughs> I will tell you my Vegas story. Okay, okay? I'm excited. It's, it's it's a fantastic fun yeah. story. I've never been. It, so. it involves uh, nightclubs at two a.m. and um, Elton John. No, nice. I mean, just, just lots of things. So
0: yeah. Oh, I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. Um,
1: you know. I also had a weird, like, how did I get here lunch experience this week? Oh, yeah. Last Sunday, um, my wife had, my wife has a, (laughs) you're welcome. Um, Thanks. (laughs) She had a work event and her company, and she works for a commercial real estate firm, and her company has actually secured the contract for the old Texas Rangers ballpark. Yeah. So um, if you don't know, they're building a, Brand new roof stadium whole thing for the Rangers so that we don't have to die in the heat in Texas. I
0: have a question.
1: I see the hand raised. Um <laughs> This has has it's, to do with your story, but not exactly. It's just us. You don't have to raise your <laughs> hand. Go ahead.
0: Is the new stadium also, is that new stadium Globe Life and the old stadium is no longer Globe Life?
1: I think it's Globe Life Field and Globe Life Park are two different things.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Continue. um, Sorry. I just, I felt confused by that. Yeah.
1: So at the park now, which used to be Texas Rangers Ballpark, right? The ballpark in Arlington, whatever. Um, They have retrofitted it to be able to have soccer games there mm-hmm. as well as the XFL games there. Now, listen, I'm a sports guy. I like sports. I'm also <laughs> a wrestling guy. Vince McMahon. Come on. And so I'm in on XFL yeah. and I was in on XFL beforehand, but they threw a big party to try to lease out some of the suites. Cause a lot of the people who were there for the Rangers have mm-hmm. moved to the new, uh, they moved their oh, offices, right? So now there's a lot of vacant offices, and they have to they need to lease them out. And so there's a big push, and there was a big open house for everything last su- last Sunday. Okay, it happens to be during the XFL game. So I happened to be able to get to go to the first Dallas How XFL fun. game and sit in a suite, and they had you know food and everything there. And so they're like, okay, you know, game's going to start here soon. There's barbecue across the hall, and I thought. I like barbecue. I mean, I never who doesn't? Been, I've never been mad at it. And so I'm walking across the hall, and this lady walks by me, and I kind of do this weird double take. <laughs> and I'm like, I know you, but I don't know how I know you. I, I'm sure everybody's been there, right? Yeah. Where you're oh, like, yeah. how do I know you? Totally. And I'm thinking, you like, I meet a lot of people at work. Do you work for doctors? Mm-hmm. I I've seen you. I don't know how I know you though. And I'm really just trying to put my finger on it. I'm like, I think. I think she's an actress and I even pulled Julie aside and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen her in a movie, but I don't know who she is. And and she's like, who? And I'm like, she's over there sitting down. She, she hadn't seen her yet. And so we're sitting there and in this conversation, somebody says her first name and I look at Julie and I'm like, that's who it is. Uh They said Priscilla. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute, Priscilla Shire. Yeah, it's Priscilla Shire sitting over there. Principal
0: eating, Priscilla. Pr-
1: it's Principal Priscilla
0: <laughs> from Overcomer.
1: And so here's the thing: like, it's not
0: her top billing item, no, by the way.
1: No, no not at all. <laughs> uh, and, and so Julie loves. Priscilla I know. Shire. I
0: bet she freaked out, didn't she?
1: She did. She did. She fan. She's like, I'm gonna. I'm having hearts. I'm not fangirling mm-hmm. out right mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, let's just play it cool. Everything's gonna be fine. We're here. You know, we're all here doing the same thing. The best thing that you can do is not fangirl out just just Mm -hmm. be cool just have a conversation you know but it just turned out we didn't have an opportunity to actually talk with her also we kind of didn't want to bother her she's recently had surgery and had part of her lung removed like we're kind of surprised you're even here you know but she's there with her husband and her kids and they're watching the game and that kind of stuff so they were leaving a little bit early i I feel like maybe she shouldn't have been out in the first place but i'm not her doctor and i don't know what her current medical status is
0: (laughs) and she probably didn't really care what you thought (laughs)
1: No, I don't know why she would. And so, um, so she was walking, she was leaving, and um, Julie had said bye, but was like standing by the door when mm-hmm. she left. I was happened to be coming down the hallway, and I realized, oh, they're leaving. And so I stopped her and I said, hey, I just wanted to tell you, my wife loves you. Her whole countenance changed and and she was just uh, got real like engaging and yeah. and and she goes, oh, my gosh, well, f- tell her thank you so much and tell her I said hello. And so I just leaned over to my right, looked right over her shoulder mm-hmm. and looked at Julie and went, she says hello. <laughs> totally set her up. <laughs> and, and, and and she's like, oh, this is your wife. And she like Julie kind of came down the hall a little bit. She's like, I'm just surprised you're here. We're praying for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, like that whole thing and left. And so, yeah, I got to go to the first XFL game and like eat lunch with and watch the game with Priscilla Shire and her family, which is kind of cool.
0: That is totally cool. Yeah. How fun. So Yay for fun experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Yours was more fun than mine.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. You didn't, you didn't have a good time with Ken. Is that his name? Ken? I don't know. I can't yeah. remember. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, throwing shade at Ken. I don't know. You can.
0: You, you don't know, Ken. I don't know. You. I don't Ken. think he's listening. Uh, gosh, I. <laughs> I sure hope not. Hey, Ken. <laughs> hey. Thanks for lunch.
1: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's good. That's good. What what else has been going on this week? Anything?
0: Um, well, it was so my birthday was on Thursday. Well, Friday was Valentine's Day. This is true. Are you are you and Julie big Valentine's Day celebrators? Um, celebrators.
1: <laughs> You know, when you have little kids, you have to get a sitter to do something on Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. And when all your sitters are teenage girls... They also usually have plans on mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So it ends up just not being...
0: Not being a, a big thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw this meme this week from uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, mm-hmm. uh, Boundless. And it it's a picture of Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, <laughs> in the top, it says, you don't have to give me anything for Valentine's Day. And then underneath it goes, it's a trap! It's a trap!
1: <laughs> it's a trap! I love it. And
0: it cracked me up because we were... I was talking with a coworker yesterday about what he was getting his girlfriend for uh, Valentine's Day and he didn't have anything I'm like come on dude
1: oh no you gotta you gotta have something
0: um, and then I, it's a trap <laughs> it's a trap um, and then I also found an article this week that I I told you when I came in that I really hoped you hadn't seen this because okay. uh, your reaction is gonna be so fun okay are you ready for this headline okay six worship songs that definitely started out as love songs okay
1: okay I have not seen this <laughs> But I am in I 100% Valentine's Day. Yes. Andrea, I love where you're going.
0: <clears throat> Listen, I I saw this and there are, this is this is six songs and I wouldn't have put all of these songs on the list and that there are some that I definitely would have added, but I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm just going to start with the song. Let's just go with the songs. We okay. don't need the
1: article. We all understand Jesus is my boyfriend songs. Yes. We understand. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Now,
0: this first one is especially hilarious to me because I just sang this on Wednesday night at Bethesda. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mighty to Save. Okay. Do you know that song from uh, Hillsong?
1: I, I do know it. And I'm trying to figure out here how this song would be a Jesus is My Boyfriend song.
0: Right. Okay. So they they put the lyrics. They say the giveaway lyric is the, um, I think it's the second verse. So take me as you find me. All my fears and failures. Yeah, you're playing it. Nice.
1: Yeah. Good job. Hey, listen.
0: Yeah, so okay. it's the I Surrender. Okay, but listen to this little uh, breakdown. Okay. It says, admittedly, this one has more of a pledge of allegiance to your cult leader vibe.
1: Okay, yep.
0: <laughs> than a mutual romantic context. Yeah. But love songs have never been big on uh, advocating for emotionally healthy partnerships. No. <laughs> it's pretty easy uh, to imagine Hozier incorporating I Surrender. Yes, I Surrender into his catalog. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that cracked me up because I literally just sang it. That's awesome. Like a few days ago.
1: That take me as you find me, all my fears and failures, fill my life
0: again. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, It reminds me of. um, It also reminds me of Seal's "Kiss from a Rose." Mm -hmm. That song is, I mean, kind of sketchy. Where it's like, no, you're you're like cocaine. (laughs) No, you're you're. I'm a dick. Like no, I don't really need you. I'm just addicted to you, right? And, but it sounds so pretty because mm-hmm. it's freaking seal. Come on, what it's are we gonna
0: do? Okay, the second one, yeah, for sure. The song "Breathe," um, and so the the lyrics are, "And I, I'm desperate for you, yeah, and I, I'm lost without you." Um, if you and, could,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, listen, you could have said, I'm I'm desperate for you. I'm lost without you. And people would be like, uh, I think I remember. But if you, uh, uh yeah, 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 but yeah. Yeah,
0: I, so um, for sure, this sounds like something, this is what their breakdown is. Uh, this sounds like something mortifying. You'd find it in one of your uh, old teenage diaries. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> been,
0: uh, Jennifer wasn't that special. I mean, she's an Uber driver now.
1: Right. Tell us about it, Michael. I'm desperate for you.
0: I do love Michael. W. I mean, Smith. Smitty's
1: so good, <laughs>
0: so good. It just immediately takes me back. Oh.
1: Um, I have a uh, I have a patch for the keyboard for main stage that is done by Smitty's band director. So it's all Smitty's oh, pianos. Nice. Oh my gosh, nice. It's so good. Oh, key change. Holy Ghost must be moving. Look out now. Oh,
0: that's a power key change. <laughs> Let's do
1: it. There was no transition to that either. I no. was just hard. Cold. in. Okay, sorry.
0: Um. Okay, song number three, yeah. uh, King of My Heart.
1: Okay, <laughs> I know this one. <laughs> yeah.
0: And the lyrics are, let the king of my heart be the wind inside my sails, the anchor in the waves. Oh, he is my song. Let the king of my heart be the fire inside my veins, the echo of my days. Oh, he is my song.
1: Sing, though. I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to say anything, but um, if I just want you to look at my Spotify real quick, okay? There's a heart by this one, which means <laughs> at some point I favorited it. Favorited did it? Favorited did. it. Favorite- did-, did-, did it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what happened. That's awesome. Oh,
0: man. Uh, the breakdown from Relevant King of My Heart sounds like something an unusually progressive warship crew, not yeah. worship, warship crew, yeah. uh, would sing in the brig over uh, tankers of Mead back in the 1800s. Yeah. Swap a few lines. And this is an excellent tune about the lassies we know back ashore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get through it. It's but, so funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. It does have that good kind of Irish, j- yeah. which is probably why I favor to did it.
0: It probably is. There we go. Oh man. Okay. okay. Um, Almost done. Just a couple more. Oh, no. Listen, all day. We'll change <laughs> this the entire is show is not it? We'll change the entire. <laughs> I knew. I knew when I read no, this. I we're went, so oh, good. Seth is going to love it. Okay. Um, okay. This is, here's an oldie but a goodie. Come on. Uh, Your Love is Extravagant.
1: Okay. Um, this. Okay. Let's talk about this song. I knew you would have some Can we,
0: some things to say.
1: Okay. Um, all right. So this song yeah. is one that um, I learned, I think, in high school. It's, yeah, it's, I mean
0: it, I know I I learned it. In, I think Daryl Levin's
1: album came out like 98. I graduated 99, so it had been like the the mm-hmm. end. And this was right in the middle of like you know, teenage hormone emotional <gasps> yes. not understanding anything <laughs> and uh Oh and,
0: man. Yeah. So Yeah. So the lyric is uh your fragrance is intoxicating in our secret place. Your love is extravagant. Mhm. That guitar is I love this song it's
1: so good Let me tell you something <laughs> There are people cringing No, oh, they are dying right so now So <laughs> much for this song That's We will okay. never right. do this song at Bethesda
0: Oh, no, never <laughs> no. Never gonna happen Unless I do it on a Wednesday
1: <laughs> Unless I do it on a Wednesday Thank you very much uh,
0: <laughs> oh, man. Again, just so many memories. Oh, my
1: goodness. Um This is one of those songs that, like, it flows really nicely into, like, the more I seek you. More that's thought. the next one
0: on the list.
1: <laughs> I am on point today. I am on point today. <laughs> okay,
0: <let's> yes, <laughs> which has been done at Bethesda because I do it on Wednesday night.
1: Um, yeah, no, I had someone actually request it on a Wednesday oh, night. Oh, nice. So that's yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Good. So yeah, the more I seek you, a little uh-huh. uh, C- uh, Carrie Job, right? And the lyrics are uh, lay back against you and breathe, feel mm-hmm. your heartbeat. This love is so deep, it's more than I can stand.
1: I, I, this is definitely a, a love song. For sure. That's a, there's nothing wrong with it. No.
0: Um, th- I, I got to read you this breakdown yeah. from, from Relevant. Oh, it says, this sounds like a line from A Walk to Remember. And for all we know, that's how it started. We, we have to admit that there is something uh, winningly psalmic about the idea of feeling God's heartbeat. But there's no doubt this began as a backtrack to Mandy Moore's drama. Oh,
1: absolutely. <laughs> I
0: mean... Was this song in that movie maybe?
1: I don't know, but I feel like I don't know that there's a single project Mandy Moore's ever worked on that this wouldn't be appropriate for.
0: (laughs) Totally fits. Absolutely.
1: Oh, That's awesome.
0: Um, And then there's one more. And I actually don't, I'm not as familiar with this song. Okay, we'll learn
1: about it together.
0: Uh, Pour Out My Heart by Matt Redman.
1: Yeah, you know this one. Do I know
0: this one? I probably do. I don't always know titles.
1: Yeah. Just hear the first line here. Now you now you know it. Uh, Yeah, I I remember. By the way, I don't know which one. I don't know that this is a worship song.
0: Well, so the lyric is "As I feel your touch, you bring a freedom to all that's within." Uh huh. And the breakdown says, "Yeah, Matt Redman is one of the best worship songwriters in the business," which Uh is not wrong. True. Um, but huh, probably a good thing this ended up as a praise
1: and worship song. No, like I'm serious. Like, um, I mean. I am just saying if there if if three other if three other men came in right now and started singing harmony and I found out this was boys to men, I wouldn't throw me off at all. Not at all. I'd Would not able, throw me for a loop. No, I'd get down on bending knee. I mean that's just how we do it. Yes. Okay. Alright, all right. were there any more? Please tell me. No,
0: that's it. That was it. But I mean, you and I could we could come up with
1: no, all, I mean all of them. All there's <laughs> there's so many unless it's straight scripture, but even then, you know what? I was going to save this for later for for our segment when we got to the B, but I I don't think that we need to at this point. Let's let's just go to the B, shall we? Let's do it. Oh, no, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! All right. So, this week in the Babylon Bee, it says that there's now Song of Solomon's sweetheart candies now Stop available. It! <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, I just turned on the picture and I'm dying. So
1: you know the sweetheart candies that actually have like the, you know, Uh the call me or, you know, will you be my boyfriend or whatever, right? So uh, everyone knows the best way to show your love to your significant other is to hand them heart candy with words on it. best way. Now, even Christians can partake in this beloved Valentine's Day tradition with these new candies emblazoned (laughs) with a message straight from the Song of Solomon. Quote, your spouse will swoon upon reading that her teeth are like a flock of sheep or that no, she her won't. nose is like a giant tower, said the CEO of Solomon Hearts.
0: Solomon Hearts? <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: It's a foolproof way to let her know how beautiful she is and how much you love her. No, not actually foolproof, and we do not guarantee any swooning.
0: That's probably better that they put that little right, note in there. Here's
1: some of the notes that my hat, hey, Tower Net. <laughs> Your breast equal fawns. Oh no! Your teeth are sheep. You have goat hair. <laughs> your legs equal marble pillars. Uh, pardon me, but your goblet is showing. <laughs> no. Your tower, uh, your <laughs> your tower nose is hot. H a w t hot. H-A-W-T. <laughs> hot. <laughs> so-
0: can I tell you right now, I am shocked that this isn't actually a thing that I, this is from the B. Well, I'm,
1: I'm telling you, these candies will be sold at the next uh, marriage conference. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> the the EXO marriage conference at Gateway. They're already we, working on them right now.
1: We um, we back when I was a Sunday school teacher, this was a couple, you know, not not this previous church. But yeah, um, I. I actually did a series and we went through the song of Solomon and it was like for married couple, couples only. Mm-hmm. And, uh, our Sunday school class actually doubled in size going through it. So people were double oh, in
0: size because people, more people were coming or because all of these, couples? cause all the babies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, <laughs>
1: All right. That's awesome. Okay. I want to show you this one tweet real quick. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I abbreviated Valentine's Day in the bulletin. It really hurt attendance (laughs) (laughs) for the annual VD banquet. (laughs) Oh, no. That's from a bad church secretary. I'm telling you, it's we're we're having some issues.
0: Valentine's Day is great for our show. Apparently,
1: so we're, we're having, getting lots of good stuff. You know who? Uh, you know who doesn't like the Valentine's Day and especially the idea of uh, of women speaking?
0: Yes. Didn't you have like I? Okay, I did I
1: heard about something? You mentioned it, but I hadn't actually looked at it yet.
0: So the Southern Baptist Convention is coming up. I don't know exactly when. I don't. I don't really care. <laughs> Sorry. Um, But here's the headline I saw uh, this week. It says, why are some uh, SBC pastors threatening to boycott a pastor's conference over a female pastor's planned spoken word performance?
1: Okay. Let me just, I just want to unpack the headline because I haven't read the article, obviously. Um, So they're boycotting the conference altogether Mm -hmm. because a female is going to do a spoken word.
0: Right, she's she's not preaching. Okay, she's there, performing. There
1: might be some Christianese here that don't understand. Yes. Spoken word. Um I I don't know. Are you a fan of spoken word?
0: It's not something that I would that I would go out of my way to listen to.
1: Okay. I only know really what spoken word is. I've heard a little bit in church, but more so in the um the the YouTube wormhole of like Facebook. I'll see mm-hmm. like somebody doing like a like a something at at the moth or something like that. And and, and, and I'll be like, Oh, and I'll click on that and I'll just go through. So it's like a, so it's like a prose poetry. Is that Mm -hmm. my understanding where
0: it doesn't necessarily
1: have to rhyme? Yeah, It doesn't
0: necessarily have to rhyme. It's more like a
1: one person show, but a very short kind of Like
0: a monologue or a, but it, it does like, it has a rhythm to it. It's not, it's not just getting up there and talking. It's, there's a rhythm. There's, it's a, it's a planned, it's written out, Um, you know, Sometimes it does kind of rhyme or kind of have that that feel to it's it. It's got a feel, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, you know, I know that it's it's a category at Fine Arts. I, so I've listened to it there. Okay.
1: Um, <clears throat> so who who is this who is this this young lady who's or I don't know if she's young. Who, who is she <laughs> that, that wants to do this?
0: Um, so her name is Hosanna Wong, um, and she is from East Lake Church, and she's the teaching pastor on staff there.
1: Wait a minute. Is the issue? <laughs> that she's a pastor? Yes. Sorry, SBC. That's why.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. Okay. It it and but it, the the thing is um <laughs> the okay, so on the uh conference in the name of the conference is beloved by the way it's a pastor's <laughs> conference for the, the southern baptist convention
1: so, i'm telling you i mean we're we're so on point right now right yeah. because i am my beloved my beloved is mine song of psalm it we're, all fits listen we're rolling right now we're doing There's so a good a theme today
0: Themed. the 10 people on the confirmed speakers list are all men Okay. But uh, Wong, Hosanna Wong, and worship artist Phil Wickham are listed in the special guests area. Um, According to the Christian Post, she's expected to appear at the conference in her capacity as a spoken word artist. She's not preaching, she's not getting behind the pulpit as a pastor. Okay. But she her title is a pastor.
1: Okay, I, I looked up has come mm-hmm. to yeah, set definitely. you free whatever
0: pieces of your past you hold tight to there is a savior who paid your debt so you can let those memories be whatever you are so used to being defined by the son of god has come to speak truth to those lies and i know this to be right because he did all that for me so what are you chained to are you
1: chained to wow to okay me? i've got like the goosebumps
0: yeah it's i mean it's powerful okay Okay, so she's a spoken word artist. She's an accomplished Arthur, uh, Arthur, author, <laughs> um, and she she,
1: <laughs> she loves martinis. She does, like you know,
0: um, accomplished author, and she's the executive director of Calvary Street Ministries, um, which is an outreach bringing hope to the homeless and low-income families in San Francisco. And she travels the country and um, performs at prominent churches of many different denominations. As a spoken word artist. Um, and so all of these people, these men, are just oh, wow. they're they're not only threatening to boycott, but they're also threatening to pull executive funds and like just
1: Okay I All just, sorts of stuff. Okay, listen. United Methodist Church has is splitting over like whether or not homosexuality is a sin, right? So right. they're are we really going to split the Southern Baptist Convention over whether or not a woman's allowed to have a microphone? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I think so. <laughs> what are we doing? I think so. By the way, that's how lots of denominations get started. It's just split off because mm-hmm. eh, I don't really believe about blah, Let's blah, blah. let write our blah. own right, right. Laws. But goodness gracious. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to go ahead and risk uh, insulting some people. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you have a, a feminist view a uh a chauvinist view, a complementarian view. However, whatever your view of of pastorship is, mm-hmm. this is stupid. Yeah. Like you don't want a woman to have a microphone. That's right. like come on. What what she's not trying to pastor your people. No. She's not trying to be your shepherd. She does she does performance art.
0: It's performance art. That's all it, it it's the same as if she got up to sing. Oh it's my the goodness. same thing. Yes,
1: but she's talking instead of she's singing. She's talking instead of okay. singing. Okay. That's yeah. dumb. All right. Well So yeah, um I think I just found my not for me this week. I mean, <laughs> it might be for
0: both of us. I it's just like, are you kidding me? And of course, you know, the SBC is just they're dealing with the fallout from um uh what's his face that attacked Beth Moore, which you know, I just want to be like, really? Yeah. I love Beth Moore. Just backup offer.
1: Everybody's, yeah, everybody's. Just backup offer.
0: Anyway, so how, how, how about that? Well, how fun is that?
1: Okay. You know, the, and the SBC could be, uh, you know, could be kind of all over the place, but they're definitely not going to like this one either. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, Justin Bieber uh, put on Instagram. I
0: did. I actually had that too to, oh, to share. Look at that. So we didn't even talk about uh,
1: it. We, we never talked before
0: no, these we things.
1: Don't. And so uh, he just posted a picture that says, thank you, Jesus, in like cartoon font. And yeah. It was just beautiful. <laughs> and um, this is what he said. He said, thank you, Jesus, for your forgiveness. Thank you, Jesus, that when I was lost, you found me. Thank you that you uh, brought me from death to life Thank you that once I was blind, but now I see. Thank you for giving your life on the cross so that I could have eternal life, true life on earth and life abundantly. Thank you for the promises you have for me. Thank thank you that I am protected from the hidden traps of the enemy. I am honored to serve you all the days of my life. Now, I'm just going to let you know, if John Piper said that, Mm-hmm. SBC people be jumping all over the place. And I know that yeah. he's reformed and blah, blah, blah. I get it. But, but that's not the point. What I'm saying is if if a white man who's a pastor says that, mm-hmm. but if Hosanna Wong says that, oh, now we have an issue, maybe it might be okay because it's just, but She's also- She's sharing
0: it on her own personal Instagram and not trying to say it from the pulpit. Exactly right.
1: I mean, here we go. I'm just saying, like, this is good. This will preach all now, day
0: long, every day. What is happening in this world where- we have Kanye West, Justin Bieber, all these people. As
1: evangelists.
0: Yes. And doing a better job than the church. Come on. Ooh,
1: ooh, ooh. ooh.
0: Sorry. All right. So, I got a little fired up there. Okay. Yikes. But you know, when all the headlines about the church are about uh, pastors boycotting because a woman wants to perform, has been invited, not wants to, has been, been invited, invited yeah. to perform some spoken word art, and they're boycotting their their conference when all the headlines about the church are that's, what's being said. And then headlines about Kanye West and and Justin Bieber are about what they're doing and how they're sharing the love of Jesus. There's something turned up on its head a little bit right now. Maybe
1: that's what it needs to be.
0: Maybe so. Maybe this is a, not a bad thing. Yeah.
1: So that's good. Okay. Hey hey guys, happy Valentine's day. (laughs) Hope Hope you're you're feeling the love today from dropping Sunday. (laughs) So, you know, um, speaking of Valentine's, uh, my Valentine, Miss Julie, she, uh, the wild card, she, uh, she said, "So, wait a minute, you guys are talking about the Oscars? That was so last week."
0: Well, yeah. we couldn't talk about it last week. <laughs> has not happened, happened yet.
1: So, if you're like, "Hey, what why are you guys talking about the Oscars?" Listen, we're going to talk about the Oscars and then we watched Parasite, you and yeah. I did. And so we're going to talk about that. Now listen, we're not we're trying not to get into too many spoilers, but when we do, we'll let you know. You can't really spoil the Oscars. They already, happen, they already right? happened, right? So we're talking yes. specifically about the movie, y'all don't be weird. Tell me tell me Oscars, what would you think? I mean, did you get to watch them? Are you watching recaps? Are you watching what happened? Yeah, so
0: so I did. I I got to watch them. Um, I actually went over. I was at my my parents' house. I I commandeered their TV. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My poor dad. He he comes in (laughs) and he's like, what are we watching? I'm like, hurry back dad. The Oscars are about to start. He's like, okay.
1: Where's my shoot 'em ups.
0: Seriously. He was like, <laughs> so not into it. Um, and so I didn't finish them over there. I watched probably about an hour. Um, and then, and then I left, but yeah, so I, I watched it. I missed a small portion when I was driving home because I left my parents' house. I went home. Well, I forgot to set it to record at my house. Understand. So I when I tried to go back, I couldn't watch that yeah. part I missed. And apparently it was the funniest part of the whole show. It and, was Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph.
1: Okay. Did you see that? Yes, absolutely. Tonight we will be honoring the work. You know what? I can't do it. Because we're upset. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, they 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 came out and did the whole acting thing. What it... So you went back and watched it?
0: Um, I did. I did. I did go back and watch it. But that was the part I missed. I tried. I had to watch it a couple days later. But I thought. It, I thought it was fun. I love Kristen Wiig wi- and Maya Rudolph. I think they're hilarious. So
1: I think that they could do do the hosting duties.
0: I, why don't Why don't we have a host? I,
1: okay, let's just start off there. There, we have two hosts.
0: We do, and it's fine. I
1: mean, <laughs> this works out just fine. Like without two hosts, literally people would. Push play and it would be one of us talking. <laughs> the whole,
0: that wouldn't work.
1: I don't think it would work for I wouldn't want to listen to
0: myself for 45 minutes. Right? I don't,
1: I, I, me either. And so, <laughs> oh, I meant. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this year, okay, they started off with, you know, Steve Martin and Chris Rock doing yeah. their their opening monologue. Um, and then, you know, throughout the night, they kept having these moments where it's like, I don't know that you need a host. Yeah, it
0: was. It was fine. It didn't feel like. Um, there was one award show a few years ago I was watching that it felt like no one knew what to do. There was yeah, but it it didn't feel like that. No, like, I didn't feel that way watching.
1: I feel like Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig would not have been special after four hours.
0: Right, they may not have been as funny.
1: Right. Do Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I feel no, like I, I honestly, I don't. I don't hate it, you know. But now the problem is that you don't have one place to point your outrage. <laughs>
0: That might be the issue. I mean, and so
1: now you're kind of like looking at what else. So, um, so there's a couple of different performances and everything else like that. I, what did you think of the opening performance by uh, by Monet?
0: Um, there's a lot happening. Yeah. Um. So it, I liked it. I, I thought it was um, very well. Uh, the choreography was great. I thought it was good. I mean, it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't my favorite performance of the night yeah but I well, liked it
1: I think that they were smart in the fact that they got some young <clears throat> hip people to mm-hmm. actually I mean Janelle Monae's really hot right now right um same thing with Billy Porter I mean just really really hot right now and they also kind of did that throwback to that old Billy Crystal type of thing mm-hmm. where it was like the big spectacle and yeah. showcase um but at the same time in, in in the show they commented on hey you know how we've talked about how Oscar so white, hashtag Oscar so white. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna talk about it here, even in the choreography. You had like Queen and Slim, which probably should have been nominated for something. So you had characters from Queen and Slim yeah. there, right? You had um Dolomite is my name. So you had Dolomite there. You had all these midsummer, like all these um these movies that probably should have been at least looked at mm-hmm. that aren't there. And that was one thing that um with the Oscars. And especially with the hashtag Oscar So White, I think that the organizers tried to, in between the awards, infuse some diversity, mm-hmm. which, um, which is which is great. But also, can we actually get some awards for the diversity as well? Right, exactly. Um, what about the award winners themselves? I mean, or did you want to talk about any other performances? Or
0: Well, there was that surprise performance by Eminem. Right. Did you did you see everyone's like reactions to that? There's a lot of confusion. There was, and I I did, couldn't figure out why they were all so confused.
1: Um, I I could because I was also confused. Why I was were like you
0: confused. Well,
1: a couple of things. So the movie came out 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. The uh, the award show where he actually won was 17 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a 17 year gap, and so he should have performed then, but he didn't. Um. <laughs> He had, He didn't even come up to accept the award. He wasn't even there the night of the Oscars because he, you know, of 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 whatever. And so I think it's good that he gets to perform mm-hmm. that that song. But I think it would have been better twenty years, like like at the twenty year mark. As, you know, so give mm-hmm.
0: it, give okay. it another
1: couple years. Um,
0: no, I can see that. It it just it kind of just felt kind of like random. it was um, kind of a supposed to be like a throwback and just kind of something fun. And it and it what like it was fun watching everybody everybody's reactions because i think most people were like this is awesome you yeah. know i mean eminem is just so um takes you back to your high school days right yeah. and so um at least or our high school days yeah. not everybody who's listening so it just it i felt like it was just a fun throwback sure. i didn't i guess i wasn't thinking super deep about it you know and that he yeah should have performed when he won yeah I, all those years
1: ago i saw a uh, i saw a uh a hashtag that said even and then hashtag oscar rap so white which i thought was fun <laughs> that was good uh but no i i, I like that song i used to uh i used to cover michigan as part of my territory mm-hmm. and so i had a sales rep that lived up there and i would just pull up uh lose yourself like every time because when you're driving down the highway you see like 12 mile, 11 mile, 10 mm-hmm. mile, nine yeah. mile. And so right when we would get to eight mile, every single time. Yeah. It just come on. You just kind of can't help yourself. And, and every single time yeah, yeah. she would kind of look at me and be like, what's going on? And every single, I mean, I would get, but I would skip to that point because I <laughs> right. wanted that, that. That
0: feeling. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think my favorite performance of the night and I. I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, was Billie Eilish singing yesterday.
1: Oh, my gosh. She is so she's good. She's so, so good. Oh.
0: Oh, I loved I'm like, man, this is the way the song should be sung. It
1: looks as though they Dude, she's so good. Yeah, and I think that um, you were telling me like Phineas is playing keys on this mm-hmm. too, right? So, and. You know the first one up is Kobe and all that, and, and, but um, but yeah, Riptor. Um, did they leave anybody off?
0: They so they did. They left uh, Luke Perry. Okay, from Nine Two One Zero Fame. I couldn't believe that they forgot him. I'm going to be honest
1: with you right now. Yeah. I, I also forgot that he died this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's my fault. Whenever I whenever I see these, because uh, you know they do it at at all the major award right. shows. Um, I always think, oh, I forgot. I, every time i forgot oh they died this year right. um but luke Perry, cameron boyce you remember the disney star mm, yeah He's about 20 years old he oh, died of a goodness. seizure um he was left off tim conway really died this year he was left off so yeah you know there's always a few and and i just kind of wonder like who's who's um quality control <laughs> this thing well like, also like how does that happen
1: i mean I don't know. I mean, I feel like Luke Perry and, and Cameron for, for sure were uh, more television actors, but they did some film, but yeah, nothing that would kind of hit some films Oscar. But I mean, they were at least, you know, SAG members of nothing else. So so I'll tell you, probably my least favorite performance of the night is and this is going to be a hot take. And I'm really sorry about this to everyone. Um, it was the Frozen song. <laughs> And um, now I did appreciate Josh Gad. I, yes, I, I liked, I liked his, his entrance. Animated movies are loved everywhere. In fact, Frozen 2, or as climate change deniers call it, not Frozen 2, has been dubbed in 45 different languages, which means I now have 44 blood rivals around the world. These dubbed versions <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> provide kids and adults everywhere their own special connection to the story and its characters, which means there are so many great versions of Elsa. For instance, Canadian Elsa is basically the same, but with healthcare. But as a dad, <laughs> to two girls and the voice of the American Olaf, the iconic and brilliant Adina Menzel, pronounced exactly as it is spelled, <laughs> is art. So he talks about how Adina Menzel is our Elsa, but there's all these other Elsas. And so mm-hmm. they have all of these other Elsas coming and singing uh, into the unknown. Mm-hmm. Like in, one line. Yeah, in their language. Mm-hmm. And all it did to me is reiterate how good Adina Menzel is. That's all it did to Seriously,
0: me. Seriously, I I kept sitting there, and like my eye would kind of twitch a little bit. I'm like, oh, you're almost there, sweetie. Yeah. Okay, almost.
1: so so you're you're uh, doing something that um that just just in, I, I I'm going to tell on us as musicians. Okay. okay, if you ever see a musician. Do the stank face. First of all, it means something's awesome. If it looks like something smells bad, that means that they are impressed with some sort of music.
0: You're going to tell our
1: secrets. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to. If you see a vocalist snap their head around and do the stank face at an instrumentalist, it means that they just heard a lick that you didn't hear. And that chord was nasty, and you should never play that again because you're distracting me by how good you are. <laughs> like, that's how that it means. was
0: nasty in the best way possible.
1: If you are ever watching a vocalist and their eyebrows raise and their head tilts to a 20 degree angle
0: and their body gets kind of
1: like every, their posture straightened out, <laughs> what they're trying to do is they're trying to help whoever's singing get to that note. That's so true. <laughs> oh, just a little bit more. Just, just a little bit more. Almost there. Oh. Okay, it's just, there's, there's a and look there. And then there's there. blessed relief when that note when, is done. When that note is done, you see the entire body relax. <laughs> um, my favorite thing to do is to look at choir when yeah. you see, and you just see an entire section of people just start to like, Rrr. it's so fun, So much fun.
0: Oh, man. Um, yeah, that was, it was not my favorite either. But <laughs> so we were about, I guess, about two thirds of the way through that song, and they all start singing the Oz yeah. of that song and each one sings it sings a part of it uh-huh. my dad goes it's so fun to hear this song in all these different languages
1: it's just all <laughs> and
0: so I, I left shortly thereafter because i'm like i can't watch this show with my parents because they're gonna make fun of it the whole time
1: so i enjoyed the elton john performance yes. um but that's only because one i love elton john yeah. and and two did you see rocket man
0: I have not okay. it's it's on my list I just haven't okay you know. We're,
1: we won't talk about it for this show but I'm just gonna tell you I'm a huge Queen fan and yeah. I'm a huge Elton John fan Um, qu- like Bohemian Rhapsody was a fa- was a fantastic movie yeah. and I loved it Rocket Man blew it out of the water because it wasn't just incorporating music it was redoing the music of Elton John to tell his story as a musical yeah it was phenomenal See,
0: I've heard that. And I loved Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Like, loved it. I saw it in the theater um, with my friend Natalia. And I just, like, we both kind of teared up at the end. And sure. I, there's so many songs and I'm like, oh, I forgot that was a queen song, you yeah. know, because it just has been, everything's been covered. Right. Um, but I've heard that Rocket Man is just incredible and I just haven't seen it. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to play a clip from a different thing. <laughs> this is uh, Taryn Edgerton. Yes. Singing. <laughs> With uh, singing with Elton John This was not at the at the Oscars But that's just because I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the actual song
0: That they did That Oscar. they did,
1: yeah. But I am a fan of uh, Taryn Edgerton As Elton
0: so, I love the song, Dude. So good I know it's not much But it's the best I can
1: do I'm just telling you, it's so good, man. I'm ah, goodness gracious.
0: I love Taryn Edgerton. He's I love when I like somebody as an actor and then I find out later that they can like sing. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, you just like went up a few notches.
1: Absolutely. Um I won't play the clip, but like the James Corden um as as a cat. <laughs>
0: James Corden and Rebel and Reb- Wilson. And
1: Rebel Wilson, yeah, sorry, as as a cat was was great.
0: I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I saw it on a list of the most awkward moments from the Oscars. And I'm like, no, that was hilarious. That, yeah, that what was are a, you talking about?
1: That landed where it needed to yes. land. Okay. So a couple of award winners. Yeah. Let's, let's just, talk about them. Okay. So you had, um, you had Brad Pitt, right? Yes. Was and this his first? I was just about to ask you, was no. this his first? I don't know. Okay. So, um, but, uh, you know, it's good to see Brad Pitt win. And also he was phenomenal. In Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like that, mm-hmm. that was his role. So, so I, I get that. Uh, Laura Dern, she won for best supporting actress in Marriage Story.
0: <laughs> I love Laura Dern.
1: On Valentine's Day, since we didn't do a whole lot, we were, you know, laying in bed watching TV and Julie's kind of scrolling through Netflix and she hits Marriage Story. And mm-hmm. I was like, let's not tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, maybe not on Valentine's we'll, Day. We'll
1: do that on a different night.
0: Uh, so I just I love Laura Dern. I've yes. loved her since Jurassic Park. Yeah, I just I think she's great and she just she seems like just the sweetest. And this was her first Oscar oh. win. Well, congratulations. And she brought her mom and her daughter That's awesome. as her as her guests, so.
1: And then uh let's see Renée Zellweger, one for Judy, um as as best actress there. And then for best actor was uh Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Yeah. And you haven't seen Joker? No. Okay. I think that he deserved it. Yeah. It was it, it was phenomenal. Um but also I mean Joaquin Phoenix is weird.
0: He just is. And
1: that's okay. I mean, he's a he's a brilliant actor with what he yeah. does, right? Yeah. Um you forget what
0: he what he does, he does really well. Yeah.
1: You forget that he was also Johnny Cash. Just just from time to time. <laughs> and I
0: loved him as Johnny Cash. He's so good. So good.
1: But the big winner of the night by Bar was parasite they just dominated right you had um foreign language film you had um director best picture i mean they what they were original sh- screenplay and then best original screenplay that's right here, here was the deal we had even talked about it a little bit on the show and i was like i don't really feel like that's for me but um then i saw um i saw the the trailer and i thought oh this is definitely for me it's this clip right here 다 다
0: 어울려. 구랄 좀 아부지,
1: 저는 위조나 위존아 범죄라고 생각하지 뭔가 I'm sorry. I just thought it was hilarious to play a clip of Korean for a show.
0: Our show where they don't get to see the subtitles. No, there's no subtitles. We're just leaving it as is. (laughs) Oh man.
1: You know, there were so many people like, what's going on right now? What's
0: happening? Do they know Korean? No, we do not.
1: So, um, so I mean, honestly, like I had to say, okay, let's let's go ahead and watch this.
0: Right. And I I had been planning on watching Parasite anyway Mm because I had heard about it um actually on another podcast. Somebody, I think, recommended it or something. Um, and so I'm like, oh, that sounds very interesting because it's kind of a thriller. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and you uh, cut out. Anyway, right,
1: I'm taking all that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so it just it's a bit of a thriller, and it sound it's just sounded very cool, very yeah. interesting. So I decided that oh, okay i'll watch
1: it so um let's just talk about the film for a minute okay, okay? but um i, I want to talk about how beautiful it was like it's shot just mm-hmm. gorgeously um i want to talk about i mean it 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 is all subtitles so yes. this isn't something you can put on in the background and enjoy this is something that you have to go from the beginning and experience right. the entire way through at this point we're going to say we're going to have some spoilers yeah. okay um, if you want to skip ahead to the end to the not for me, then you can just kind of sk- skip ahead a couple minutes and yeah. we'll, we'll go from there. Um, why don't you read the recap of the of the movie and we'll kind of okay. go from there.
0: You're doing this because you want me to have to say these Korean names. Uh-huh. I'll, okay. I'll help you out. I promise. No, you won't. Nope. Not a bit. Um, OK, so here is the storyline of Parasite. Uh, jobless, penniless and above all, hopeless, the unmotivated patriarch, Ki Taik, And his equally unambitious family, his supportive wife, Chung Sook, his cynical 20-something daughter, Ki Young, and his college-age son, Ki Woo, got through it, occupy themselves by working for peanuts in their squalid basement-level apartment. Then by sheer luck, a lucrative business proposition will pave the way for an ingeniously insidious scheme as Ki Woo summons up the courage to pose as an English tutor for the teenage daughter of the affluent Park family. Now the stage seems set for an unceasing winter take all class war. How does one get rid of a parasite?
1: Ooh, so good.
0: I mean, that just didn't that just pique your interest interest? I'm like, yes, I'm here for it. Yeah.
1: And so essentially what happens is the the son of this family, mom, dad, son, daughter. I don't know their names. I'm not gonna try to do what you just did. Because,
0: <laughs> I just told you their names. Yep,
1: I'll remember those. And so <laughs> the son uh gets Hit up with a proposition. Hey, why don't you become this person's English teacher? You're yep. a good, you can, you, you're a good English teacher. You could, you could tutor this young lady, mm-hmm. and so he does, and realizes real quick. Oh, there's an opportunity here to make some money. Yeah, and there's an opportunity from this very wealthy family that lives in this very nice house that we could maybe have my entire family come in in different aspects and different roles, but they wouldn't hire us as a family. So we need to break up. Who? Yeah you know you do this your your the sister is an is an art tutor right. you know and, and she's
0: a, a friend's cousin or something right and,
1: and so um and and she just googled you know like art therapy mm-hmm. and threw out some words and apparently it worked out you know and then um we needed to get a new driver so the dad becomes the driver then we need a new like lady of the house like maid yeah. type of person so that becomes the mom and like it's just it's this whole thing where you see this one family leeching off of another family
0: well, and they just completely infiltrate the house every aspect and they it's a whole plan they're not just saying okay oh this comes available let me get my my parent in here they they make a way for it to happen yeah i don't i don't i mean i know we said we would do spoilers but i don't want to give too much away because they well i
1: also feel no i also feel like we shouldn't give too much away pause Mm -hmm. i don't want to talk about at all okay yeah i think I, i think that that that's the kindest thing that we can do. Yeah, we so, can leave that off. So we're gonna leave we're gonna leave that whole aspect of of the <laughs> film out all together. Okay, okay. Um, because what I want, what I think this this is what it kind of realized to me when the film starts. They start talking about the history of the house, mm-hmm. and the the only character that lives throughout the length of the movie is the house itself. Yeah, and I think that the house is the main character. I
0: think so too.
1: And, and every and it, the house has some some light sides, some dark sides, some rainy sides, some sunshiny sides. I mean, it has all of these things that happen in it. But I think that the, in, in my opinion, everybody in the film is a parasite of the house.
0: Oh, That's, look at you getting all deep. I'm
1: just saying. Yeah. It, because, because the house is the main character. Right. So it's not necessarily one family being a parasite off of another family. It's every family is a parasite of this house.
0: Yeah. And- I think you you see that because, um, like the the description that I just read said, it it really is a winner take all class war, and for me the part that I noticed is that both the affluent and the penniless families, you know, the two families, they were really feeding off of each other. Yeah, they were they were not. It wasn't just I, I thought going into it it was going to be this this poor family who is taking um, advantage of the rich family, but the more you watch it, you realize. It's going both ways. Yeah, absolutely. For
1: sure. You know, that idea of like that classism Mm -hmm. that happens, I I think resonated with the audience just in general. Yeah. Not just uh, the Korean audience in particular or the uh, Asian audience uh, in in general, but like I'm talking about worldwide. The audience score on this film was 92%. I know. And that happens sometimes with you know big banger movies you know like you know your 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 marvel movies they're going to have be in the 90s but like to also have the critic score be 99% i mean guys this is a good film mm-hmm. this is a really good film
0: yeah i am surprised at the rotten tomato score the audience score because i didn't really hear much about this movie before it was nominated.
1: And here's the thing. I, everything that I heard about this movie was, it's a great movie, go see it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I, I like, a big portion of the movie I don't want to talk about right, right. now. Because I, I, I feel like it's a disservice to 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 spoil any mm-hmm. part of this movie other than what you can find, generally speaking, right. on IMDb. Yeah. You know? Like, I just, yeah. I don't want to start spoiling things. But, um, you know one of the things when we look at quote unquote secular culture mm-hmm. and, and then we bring it into this show that we always try to ask is what questions are the world asking that this film is trying to answer? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we'll, that's, that's the way that we kind of talk about these cultures. Like, like how do we, how do we answer the questions as Christians that are mm-hmm. being posed in this movie? So what questions do you see happening in this movie?
0: one of the big questions asked is someone's value and worth that's good is it is it because they have money and they're affluent is that what gives them worth and value this family um that it, it, they're they're penniless they're jobless they're living off the bare bare minimum right in a sub basement in a sub basement
1: at the yeah, end of a at the end of a like of an an alley. alley yeah 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 and they have, literally have people outside going to the bathroom on their window.
0: Right. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> so. And the movie kind of opens up with them all in their kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And someone, the, the city is fumigating. Yes. They're doing, which happens here, you know, trucks drive by to kill all the mosquitoes or whatever. And they go to close the windows and the dad's like, no, we get free fumigation. Right. Like <laughs> leave the windows <laughs> open. And, um, what I think is so funny, not like haha funny, but, Interesting is that they're not only are they penniless, but they have no motivation,
1: no,
0: no ambition, yeah. to just go out and get a job. At least that's how it comes across. At, yeah. I mean, first.
1: they're they're working a part time kind of thing, trying to put pizza boxes together. You know, I mean, they're 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 trying to do something, but to make ends meet. Right. Um, and here's the other thing is that this family, this the 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 low class, the lower income family, they um they actually do bring value to to the mm-hmm. other to to the rich family. Right. You know? So the poor family and the rich family like they he, they brought value to them. Mm-hmm. But where does their value actually lie? Does their value actually yeah. lie in money, them sitting around in this rich house being able to eat off the coffee table? Like is that is is that where their value is or do they have value, dignity and worth just because here we go, Jesus dude, guys, mm-hmm. just because they're made in the image of God? Exactly and and so i think that one of the things that it opened my eyes from from looking at it from a christian perspective is that people's value on the street the the homeless person that's on the street the person that that is is struggling and that um might need a job or might just be begging for food or w- might have no ambition like you were talking about it doesn't make them any less the image of god right and they still bring value to other people, mm-hmm. and so what do we need to do to invest in them so that they understand that they're still made in the image of God, right? Just like me, mm-hmm. like when when God sees them, they see He sees them as as. His image bearer, just like yes, he sees me.
0: Exactly the same. Um, another question that I noticed watching the film is, does having all of the money, the fancy house, the important job, the driver, the housekeeper, all of this stuff, does that make you happy? Because I don't know if you saw this, but I was I was watching um, the family, the rich family. hmm. They don't seem like particularly happy people.
1: They're not. They they did not to me seem like a cohesive family unit. Right. They seem like you know we. we one of the things that uh, that we like to do as a family because it's fun, right? Mm-hmm. We like to go and look at new houses that are being built, like go into neighborhoods and we'll just tour new houses and Julie yeah. will get ideas for decoration and stuff like that. Well, we were looking at different houses before we moved into the house that we're in now. And I remember being in one house, and I, and, I, and I just saw into the future that the way that this works is that I would be in that corner, mm. you would be in this corner, Jill would be in that corner, Jonathan would be in that corner, and this house is set up so that we never have to see each other. Yeah. And I, and I looked, I was like, this is a nice house, and it's a big house, and, and it has everything that we're asking for. The only thing that it doesn't ha- have is a place for all of us to be together. Right. And so this house is out. Right. And I don't know anymore. It's not. Yeah, it's just we're taking it off the list. And it's kind of how I felt about this family is that even though they tried to go and like do things together as a family, they they just felt so separated mm-hmm. um, where even the mom was passing off responsibility of the care of her son who may have had some trauma issues that mm-hmm. happen um, to anybody else.
0: And just looking at the, the, the poor family, they had fun together. They, they were, they did feel more cohesive. Now there were other issues, but (laughs) I think, I think the question that is uh, asked and answered in this film is having money doesn't make you happy. Being rich or having all of the material things in the world is not what, what brings you joy and happiness and, uh, Bonds you together as a family. That's
1: great. Uh, Another thing that I saw um, as kind of just an overall theme here is that um, when you work together, you can get anything done. (laughs) And so many people like try to live in isolation and they feel like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in a situation where I can't really involve anyone else. Here's a family of people that are all in a similar situation that are all down on their luck. They're struggling and they work together and craziness ensues but I it's mean, because they were able to work together. Yeah. It wasn't because they were so good at what they were doing. I mean, yes, they were phenomenal at being deceptive, but right. but if you work together really anything is possible. That was yeah. a big that was a big thing. I think that we as the church should probably work together a little bit more.
0: Maybe we should take note. Anything else? Just a couple of uh, fun facts. This is the first foreign language film to win best picture yes, as the Oscars, which I think is, it's a big deal.
1: It's a huge deal.
0: Honestly, I would, I would say that I'm not sure it was best picture of the, the, all of the nominations. Um, but I think that's cool that it won and it's the first time and it's the first South Korean film to receive any Academy Award nominations.
1: I, I don't know that it's the best film, but I'm not mad at it for winning. No, I'm not either. Um, I mean, would you suggest that someone watch this film?
0: Okay, so this is where it gets a little, this is, okay, guys, this is not a Christian film. Talk about it. Okay, (laughs) let me just go ahead and say that right now. Um, It is subtitled, so they're speaking Korean, and there is, on the subtitles, there is lots of language. Yes. Lots of language. So you're not hearing it, but you are reading it. So certainly don't watch this with your kids.
1: Unless they can't read.
0: Unless they can't read, and then you know what? Don't watch it with your kids anyway. anyway, because there's, some, <laughs> because other there's that some other things that happen. Um, it is not just rated R for the language, guys. Um, so I, this, I mean, it's hard for me. It was yeah. a very interesting film. It's yeah. a, it's a very interesting look at the classes and um, this that whole idea. Sure. But it's hard for me to say that I recommend it because it is it is a hard movie to watch. It,
1: it's. It's a real challenge. It's it really challenge. is. It's dark. It's you, you, you don't walk away feeling good. No, this but, is not a happy ending movie. But you do walk away. Well, I don't know. There's some happiness to the ending, but there, there's some, well, I wouldn't say happiness. There's some positivity at the end, I suppose. I don't know. Um, it's, guys, it's a challenging it's film. It's a challenging <laughs> <laughs> film. Uh, but I'll say that it is, it is a great film. Mm-hmm. And it's got some good twists in it. And so, if you like that kind of stuff and you're a grown up and you want to try to, you know, push through, you won't be disappointed. Um, but understand this the Kendrick brothers did not no. do this film. This
0: is not overcomer no both show. I would also suggest not starting it at like eight o'clock because,
1: oh, yeah, it's a long movie. It's too. a long
0: movie. It's a little it's over two hours. And, um if you, you have to stay engaged because you have to read all the subtitles to know what's going on. Right. And if you tend to fall asleep around the 10 o'clock hour or seven thirty,
1: or seven 30 or nine <laughs> o'clock hour,
0: you might miss part of the movie and have to rewind. Don't ask me how I know that.
1: This is a, uh, this is a great movie to watch on an airplane um, <gasps> because you have to kind of stay engaged and be the, a, the, awake anyway. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, so that's our conversation on, yeah. um, Parasite, Parasite and the Oscars, the Oscars and, and, and Valentine's day and love songs <laughs> all to sorts Jesus of things. <laughs> what a weird show. Today. <laughs> okay, I what, it. Kind of all over the place. I like it. Um, Seth, what's, what's your not for me.
1: Okay. So my, not for me again, the point of not for me is that it's a well and good. It's all fine. It's wonderful. I just, it rubs me the wrong way for whatever reason this week. It was LinkedIn work anniversary comments. Congratulations on your one year. Congratulations on your one year. Congratulations on your one year. Obviously I'm coming up to my one year anniversary. Um, but because I've had so many different jobs that I've had to move around a little bit to, Uh to, to make it work. Um, it kind of just felt like insulting, like, Hey, congratulations. You finally got to a year. And, I just for me, it was just like, I don't like this this week.
0: Do you think that was just your
1: perspective? Oh, it's 100%. My oh, okay. persp- it's, I didn't say it's not for every anybody else. For me, it's not for me. When I get to five years, seven years, 10 years, congratulations on your work anniversary. I'll be super excited about it. But just the this one year, it kind of felt asinine.
0: Yeah, I didn't get any. I just passed my one year and I didn't get any LinkedIn comments.
1: Are you like big on the LinkedIn? No. Okay. Well, that might be a problem.
0: I'm working on it. I'm terrible at it. Okay. I don't understand how it works. I did add a um, add a new connection of a yeah. guy and he um, has started messaging me on. Uh,
1: did you try to swipe left?
0: Uh, no. I think he, I think, yeah. Yeah. No, he, he's trying to swipe right and he like wished me happy birthday. Okay. And I'm like, this is weird. I don't know you. Yeah. I, that's not, I'm not okay with this. Like he sent me like four messages in a row that were like, hey, Ooh. thanks for adding me. How are you today? I'm like, no, I don't know you. I don't know this, you. Yeah. This is LinkedIn. This is not Facebook. Yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm, I'm just, this is a work connection. Yeah. but we're not connected by work in any way. Um, so yeah, my not for me this week is people that treat LinkedIn like Facebook. <laughs> there you go. It's not the same. It's
1: just that that guy. You're, you're,
0: that one guy is not for it's, me. Is
1: that one guy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just, oh man, I just, I don't know. I get all weird about it. Yeah, I no, I do
1: it. I completely understand. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get out here. Um, yeah, oh, it's still jams. It's still jams. Uh, so, um, okay. Our church helpers from anonymous pastors. Um, I like this one. It says complain on Tuesday. Oh, yes. Um, if you have an issue with something that's going on on Sunday, wait and complain on tuesday couple reasons one you may not you may find out you're not as upset about it on tuesday as you were on sunday a little also, distance doesn't hurt anybody also if you complain on sunday you might mess up where the pastor's brain's at you might have to preach and do this whole thing and yeah, come on just wait also monday is usually staff meeting or day off so le- leave that alone complain on tuesday yeah um, it's a good uh, one all right audrey that's a show It is. All right. The whole show. Our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts uh, about any of our topics today. And again, there's been a lot. (laughs) There
0: have been a (laughs) lot of topics and a lot of thoughts and opinions. Um, So, yeah, don't forget to like us, follow us, comment us, DM us, whatever you went to on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we are at. At dropping Sunday on all of those things. Yeah.
1: And as a reminder, for every comment we receive on Apple Podcast, we will donate $1 to a charity or ministry. If you put just how's your heart, it's 10 bucks. I mean, it's crazy. Um, this month's ministry is uh, Teen Challenge of Fort Worth.
0: Yeah. And just remember the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen or just go on their phone and subscribe for them. Yeah, I mean, just do it like quietly. They don't have to know. It'll just pop up and then they get a free gift every Sunday,
1: every Sunday. Well, and then they'll be there for us next week because we'll be back next week again. Until then, this is Seth.
0: This is Andrea.
1: And this is Dropping Sunday.